This is Envision Self-Healing Podcast, episode number 60. Hi, I'm Will Fuller. And I'm Richard Miller. And we're the co-creators of EnvisionSelfHealing.com and are dedicated in helping you improve your eyesight and quality of life by taking healing into your own hands. Now, if you haven't had a chance already, then don't forget to head over to the Envision Self-Healing website where you can get your hands on a free ebook that's gonna give you 10 top tips on how you can start improving your eyesight in our modern day world. The topic of the week this week is vision yoga. And in the question of the week from YouTube, we have a, a listener viewer asking, how do I not put pressure on my eyeballs when I'm doing the palming exercise? So Richard, how's the world of self-healing been treating you this week? Well, it was one of those surprising uh, experiences that uh, I think okay. yeah, that, <laughs> that you and I have, and I think our viewers eventually will have as well if they're practicing the eye exercises. Uh -huh. So um, I think I was telling you a little bit, but I'm now reading longer books. I have a, a project I'm working on mm -hmm. and wanting to read books that are more uh, rare, shall we say. Okay, nice. And um, not rare, rare, but the, what makes them rare is they're not available on audible.com. They're not available in an audio format. Okay. And, you know, we, we preach to a certain degree that the less reading you have to do, the better mm -hmm. for your eyes. Mm -hmm. And uh, I definitely believe that. And then the, my vision has sort of vacillated between it's difficult to read and not so difficult to read. Okay. So I was sort of, and I had done a master's program where I took all of the reading material, put it into audio files. So I was experienced in doing that, but that was several years ago now. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, so here I am. Okay, I've got this reading to do. I can't find it on audio. I'm going to start this project of re-looking at the technology of how to put it on on audio file. So I, mm -hmm. I started the research, I was feeling good, got a phone app, da 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 da, which I haven't completely figured out, which I will report on when I have completely figured it out. Mm -hmm. But here I am like, we're going through all this technology and then I'm sitting on my couch one afternoon. I pick up the book that I'm uh, wanting to read and like open it up and like, oh, this isn't hard to read. <laughs> I'm like, That's oh. That's fantastic. It was, it was like, well, and I'm, it's like, five in the afternoon or something and I'm reading like, wow, <laughs> like maybe one word every, you know, half a page. I'm yeah. like, what word is that? Hmm. Um, wow. When was the last time you think you might have uh, noticed that? Yeah, quite a while, quite a while. Cause I do most of my reading on, on the computer and I enlarge uh -huh. things on the computer uh, using wow. software there. No, it was kind of a shock. Like, oh, <laughs> I can do this. And, uh, but the thing I noticed was, as the light dimmed, so I was in uh -huh. my living room, as you know, it has a bay window mm -hmm. facing the street and mm -hmm. with lots of light coming in, right? Mm -hmm. So as time passed, then it, I, my ability to read diminished. Okay. It, was, it was just so straightforward, like, mm -hmm. okay, in brighter light, if I give myself enough light, mm -hmm. I'm relaxed in my reading. Right. So it was so... It's so obvious in some ways, but it was a funny right. moment for me to say, oh, I don't actually need all this technology, even though I love technology. So. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I, like that. I can yeah. actually use my own eyes. I know, what a, what a concept, yeah. yeah. But I, mean, I have to say, we do recommend that people do have audio yeah. files if they yeah, can. There's a difference between exercising the eyes and strengthening them and overusing the eyes and straining them. Right. Um, so I guess that's what we're going yeah. on there. Yeah, so how was your week? 
Good, good. I was pretty excited to see that this week uh, we actually passed the 100,000 uh, view oh, marks. Right, right, yeah. 101,000, I think, now, actually. It goes up every day. Um, and that might not be much if uh, if you're a squirrel or a, or a, or baby, a kitten or, or something, yeah, or yeah. A, a baby called Charlie or something like that. Yeah. Um, but that's fantastic because for us that is uh, what's that? Maybe a year and a half now. Yeah. Uh, that's a hundred thousand people that now know about eye exercises that might yeah. not have otherwise have known. So uh, so we're pleased about that. And uh, if you're watching this, you're probably the hundred and one thousand and fifty-seven or something. Oh no, it's just gone to fifty-eight. Um, so uh, thanks everyone that's uh, that's been viewing those videos, and uh, yeah. it's, it's nice for us to uh, to see that. And then I guess on a more uh, personal level, I was trying to think a little bit more how I could explain uh, a little bit more about what I talked about last week about experiencing uh, the retinitis oh, right. pigmentosa <laughs> in the periphery. And I was kind of thinking about it for a bit, and then I thought, well, maybe part of it could have been through switching between the central vision and the peripheral vision. Um, what I kind of called uh, peripheral mode or central vision mode. Right. And I was thinking back to um, the two times that I kind of experienced this all, uh, this kind of like, wow, I'm, I'm going blind or that kind of right. sense of this is, you know, actually seeing the RP. And, um, and both of them were sort of very busy areas. Um, there was a lot going on at right. the time. Right. So uh, from what I know and also from working with clients and what other people have told me is that when they sort of get anxious or there's a lot going on, then we tend to sort of narrow down on our central vision right. um, as we do that. So I was thinking that a, a possibility that could have been why it was such a on-off kind of uh, experience was that whilst I was, I was just sort of going on about my day and I was, had my central vision switched on and my periphery switched off, so very focused in the central vision. So there was lots of people, very busy. And then when I walked out into the field with the, with the blue sky and the green and it was very more <laughs> relaxing, hardly any people, then I tuned into my periphery and kind of switched on that periphery, okay. which is where I'm seeing that uh, so much more of that static. Right. So that would explain why it was a real kind of on-off Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. situation there uh, and and I guess the fear is that part of it and this is what I noticed previously is that it, it's kind of scary how easily the brain shifts between yeah. the two yeah and and that how for you know the past 10 15 you know maybe even 30 years uh, that I've just switched off from the periphery and everything's been central right so to see the the brain how easily and, and how capable it is to tuning my focus into just the central vision and for me to not be aware of it. Right, um, right. I, I guess that would explain quite a bit of the experience and why. So I'm yeah. not necessarily saying that's exactly what it is, but it yeah. was the closest I could come to to try and uh, put a bit more emphasis behind that one. Right. Well, and if people who are just joining us, I think they're, it, it's, a, it's a new thing to be talking about the brain in combination mm -hmm. with your eyes. Yeah. It just takes, it takes a while to get that into your brain, <laughs> that, that the brain is so integral to your vision yeah. so and you're definitely proving this with yeah and and to the point actually where you know now uh, with our clients and stuff when they say oh, my vision wasn't very good this week and you sort of say was there anything that might have happened were you mm -hmm. extra stressed yeah, right. were you particularly tired and that kind of t leans more towards the brain yeah kind of things absolutely um, that maybe the brain is fluctuating and the vision not as much if that makes sense 
Right. Um, that the kind of structure of the eye might not be fluctuating as much as it might be the brain being able to function with your vision. Well, and there's obviously the blood flow, oxygenation yeah. Yeah. question and stress too. So uh -huh. it's, it's, there's gray areas in between <laughs> too. So yeah. So uh, yeah, so I, I was glad to be able to put a little bit of uh, yeah. verbalization to that and uh, share that with everyone this week. Great, great. Okay, great. Well, let's move on to topic of the week. And the topic of the week this week is vision yoga. Uh, and this uh, has really come in the wake of my 30 day yoga challenge. Mm. Uh, and in fact, I need to take a picture of the t-shirt and paste it on our Facebook. Oh yeah, you got the t-shirt. Uh, paste it on the Facebook fan page. What does, it, what does it say, by the way? Um, I survived. It's just a blank t-shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. It's You've reached nirvana, it's just blank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it says uh, Bikram Yoga, uh, 30 classes in 30 days. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, I, will, uh, I will take a picture of it and post it. So by right. the time anyone's listening or watching this, that will be there. I'll make sure I, would, I will do that. That's my only proof that I did 30 mm. days. I could have just printed it myself, really, and it probably would have been cheaper <laughs> and a lot less effort. Um, so in the wake of that, it was, it was really amazing the similarities between actually trying to maintain a yoga program and of course I found myself uh, talking a lot about eye exercises with a lot of the instructors and a lot of the people huh. there because it's the same concept of on a regular basis exercising uh, the muscles um, so that you can improve them and um, you know make you function much better throughout your your daily life. Yeah it's an exercise program and well the, the advantage of yoga over uh, like my trainer at the gym also sees a similarity there's an even more similarity to yoga because you're using more relaxation and things like that that a gym program doesn't tend to have. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously over these over these 30 days, um, plenty of time for us to, to think about the similarities of, mm -hmm. of uh, doing eye exercises and also doing the exercises for the body. So we came up with the idea uh, of vision yoga yeah. as more of a, a concept right um, of something that maybe you don't have a condition like retinitis pigmentosa uh, where your vision is deteriorating maybe it's just that you want to maintain uh, your vision on a regular basis just right. to keep your eyes healthy uh, avoiding uh, things like presbyopia computer eye strain uh, macular degeneration cataracts all the things that that doomsday scenario that we've got uh, waiting for us uh, in the future. Mm -hmm. So uh, just the same as with doing yoga, um, you're looking at doing those uh, exercises just to help you out in your everyday life and just to better yourself as a practice. And also yoga has a bit of the spiritual element to it and strengthening the mind, the mm -hmm. same as the eye exercises do as well. Yeah, true. So we kind of broke down some areas in the similarities of the eye exercises and uh, yoga practice and uh, one of the first things um, is that just like Bikram yoga that you sit in a sauna and do eye exercises. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> so the reason why I say that is Bikram yoga is a, a hundred and uh, something, maybe 140 Fahrenheit or something. No, like no, 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 not 140 Fahrenheit, you'd die. It's got to be 102 <laughs> 102 most. Fahrenheit, sorry, 40 Celsius. There we go. 102 uh, Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit, 105 <laughs> maybe. It's on the t-shirt, we'll find out, go All to right. the Facebook fan page. Um, so uh, no, not having to do the eye exercises in a, in a, in sauna a heated room, room yeah. in a hot room. Um, but the first thing is certainly uh, balance. So right. just the same as you're trying to maintain balance in the body, 
with the muscles and stuff, mm -hmm. um, you're also going to want to balance out the eyes. Well, and that's true. If your balance was out of body, your balance was out of body. If your, <laughs> your body was out of balance, <laughs> and if you lean consistently on one leg, it oh, would wow. affect your whole health of your spine, your whole. Mm -hmm. You would feel it for sure. Yeah. And that's kind of what we say about the yeah. eyes too. If you're using one eye too much and they're out of balance, you'll, your visual system will be uh, compromised. And just so what I was talking before about the central vision and peripheral right. vision, there's, there's other parts of the visual system that need to be in balance. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's funny that you say that actually, because such a big part of the reason why I did the yoga was, was for my eyesight, was to get more blood flow to the eyes. Um, so, uh, but what I found a lot of it was I was changing my posture. Yeah, um, yeah. I was really starting to straighten out the spine. Uh, I was um, getting over the lordosis uh, in the lower back and starting to strengthen the muscles there to help straighten out the spine. So certainly uh, balance was something that I experienced uh, yeah. physically from doing the yoga that I wasn't expected. So certainly a very important thing um, for the eyes in order to, for yeah. a sort of a daily wellness as far as the eyes are concerned. So then the second one is strength, actually building that strength of, yeah, uh, the muscles and the strength of the eye. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that yoga is strength building, and it, it does, I guess, depend on which kind of yoga. But yeah. still, most of most yogas, mm -hmm. you know, you're 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 doing some uh, pushing off the floor, lifting mm -hmm. your weight up. Yeah, or hold holding a pose. Or even holding a pose, mm -hmm. right? It's contraction. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're sort of strengthening the muscles that way. So the same principle is also with the eyes. I mean, you could think of the muscles such as the extraocular muscles, the ciliary muscles that are responsible for rounding the lens, actually physically strengthening them, but also strengthening the structure of the right. eye. Remember, we see with the brain, we don't see with the eye. The eye is a, is a sensory uh, organ that its job is to take the light and transfer it into electricity. So if we can strengthen that whole process by working the brain as well, and you know we're going to have better vision for it. Yeah. So then the third one is flexibility, being able to bring flexibility to the vision and the eye. And then there you could go back to the lens. We have a, a lens that mm -hmm. with presbyopia becomes stiff. So by just flexing, using the ciliary muscles to flex the lens, you are creating flexibility, bringing flexibility back to the lens. And in some ways you're bringing it back to the muscles as well because they become stiff mm -hmm. and uh, rigid. So by flexing the lens by say looking near far or, or some mm -hmm. other exercises we do with uh, presbyopia you're creating flexibility in the lens you're creating flexibility in the muscles that control that mm -hmm. uh, squeeze the lens and just like yoga you're doing you're uh, creating you by bending forward you're stretching out some muscles mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's a similar thing and it's fascinating you say that because uh, just this <clears throat> week I noticed quite a lot of uh, presbyopia clients that I was working with and a, a typical phenomenon that was happening this week was that one particular eye, uh, normally their weaker eye, that when they looked and they were doing the large and small print exercises, if you don't, don't know what that is, then just head over to the website and look up uh, the shifting exercise or indeed right. uh, go to the store page and you'll see the large and small print there. But um, what, they would, what was happening was it was coming in and out of focus. Mm -hmm. So, and that's exactly what Richard was just talking about there where the lens is, Either the lens is stiff, so it's kind of being yeah. rigid and it's being a tough, tough person to work with. Right. Or indeed the muscle doesn't quite even have that strength that we talked about previously. Or even the flexibility. Or the flexibility yeah. to do it. So uh, some of you that, that might be noticing that you might be uh, have some of these presbyopia tendencies, that age-related uh, farsightedness, mm -hmm. 
maybe give it that uh, a little test there and just look at the page uh, with each eye and see if one is coming in and out of focus. And that's yeah. kind of that phenomena that you're talking about yeah. in that experience. Another thing to try also is if, uh, is if everyone just did a couple of eye rotations, so just looking mm -hmm. up towards the ceiling, yeah. uh, let's say 12 o'clock and then rotating your eyes around down to six o'clock and then back up to 12 o'clock again. And if there's any areas of sort of tightness or strain, then that's that uh, inflexibility in the extraocular muscles. Right. So obviously if they're more flexible, um, then you're gonna be able to get better range of motion there, which is what the eyes were designed to do was to look around us instead of just looking directly in front of us. And, and a more stretched out muscle, just like in you know hamstrings or other muscles mm -hmm. in your body, the more you stretch them out, the more um, sort of space they have and more circulation that can move through them. Because mm -hmm. uh, tight muscles squeeze down on, on blood circulation. Mm -hmm. So definitely. Same thing with yoga. As you do those stretching, you're, you're increasing circulation. Mm -hmm. and, and in fact, that takes us Oh, into the right. fourth one, the fourth uh, one yeah. which, is, uh, which is blood flow. <laughs> yeah. So I'm uh, glad that came so naturally yeah. through. Um, so of course, just like with yoga, you're doing the movements and just that movement in itself is improving circulation. Right. Um, of course, like we say with, I don't know, athletes and, and sprinters or weightlifters, they don't necessarily have good circulation. Right. It's, it's quite a, a misconception there because if the muscles are all tight, then you're, and the joints are tight, then you're still restricting blood flow. Yeah, I mean, it actually is pretty pertinent because we say you can't just build strength and, and, and get circulation out of it. Mm -hmm. And you can't just do aerobic activity and necessarily get circulation mm -hmm. out of it. That's why we recommend massage and stretching and relaxation. Yeah. And this is the yoga, the, the reason the yoga is a better analogy than straight exercise in some ways, is that it, incor it, it, it incorporates that philosophy as well. You need mm -hmm. to stretch, you need to relax. Uh, the muscles as well as strengthen them. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So certainly this is the main reason why I went in to do the Bikram yoga um, was for blood flow to get more blood mm -hmm. flow to the eye. So if you think the same as with the body, if you can do these exercises with the eye, you're getting more movement there with the eye, which is encouraging more blood flow. You're using it in a, in a more constructive way so that yeah, you are getting more blood flow to the eyes and the head because you're creating that demand there as opposed mm -hmm. to sort of strain and causing tension using it in a healthier way that promotes good blood flow to the eyes yeah yeah so and i guess also with some of the maybe outside the eye exercise but kind of part of the the vision yoga is actually incorporating some of the massage right right to, to help with the blood flow um, and not necessarily just the eye exercises right themselves. right so then the final one uh, that we're going to talk about is uh, relaxation. Right. And that's, that's so basic to eye exercises, mm -hmm. our palming uh, eye exercise is, the, is one of the, the pillars of, of, that, mm -hmm. of relaxation. And that's just what we said before about how yoga also works a little bit right. with the, the spiritual side and the, and the mind side of things, which is probably why, you know, another reason why it's so popular is it's not just going to the gym and, and lifting weights. Right, and um, oh, I was just thinking about the, uh, in my experience with yoga, you often did the strengthening, stretching, you're getting the flexibility, and at the very end, you're doing what's called the corpse pose, which is laying mm -hmm. on, do they still do that in classes? Uh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think it depends maybe on, on the style, yeah. On the style, but we, uh, at, the, at the end of a, an hour and a half of, of the Bikram is we lay for a few minutes and yeah. do a breathing exercise and, and whatnot. So that's that relaxation part of the yoga mm -hmm. that's very important. And often that's like a five minute portion of the class. 
Because so. I think, I mean, yoga was originally invented for meditation, wasn't it? As a preparation for yeah, meditation. meditation. Yeah. yeah, preparation, preparation for, for med meditation. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Not medication. Yeah, meditation. Um, so I guess that's kind of the. Um, not the irony, but it's we've kind of just on the Western side of things just taken the the exercise part and right. then doing the meditation. Right. So I think with, with things like some of the yoga, they try and incorporate it in with the breathing and the trying to be mindful as you're actually doing the exercises or doing the stretches as you right. as you do it. Uh, but certainly, so the relaxation part uh, could be twofold. One is that as you're reducing the eye strain, then you're bringing relaxation to the eyes. Um, but then you've also got the kind of the mind psychological relaxation mm -hmm. part of it, um, of being able to relax the eyes and use it in a in a more relaxed way. Uh, and again, not having that strain. I mean, a lot of people, if you think of computer vision syndrome, then uh, they're really straining trying to look at the screen or mm -hmm. creates headaches and whatnot. So if you can kind of relax through the exercises, then you're going to reduce a lot of that strain as well. Yeah, no, this is really a good analogy. <laughs> we started, we just thought of this this morning, and uh, it's a better analogy as we talk about it more yeah, and more. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Well, I think it's a good time to move on to question of the week. And the question of the week comes from YouTube, and this person is doing the palming exercises and wants to know how to not to put pressure on the eyeballs. Mm -hmm. And uh, we do talk about this in our instructions in various, mm -hmm. various places where we talk about palming. Yeah, the, the reason why it's important to not put pressure is I guess just what we were talking about there about the importance of having good blood flow. Right. Um, so if you're, the palming exercises where you take the palm of your hands yeah. Um, and you place them over your eye orbit. Mm. Could we just do this for a second? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, and then that way you're, you're blocking the light out and it allows the eyes uh, to rest. Right. So um, if you're putting that too much pressure there around the eyes, <laughs> then in fact you're creating, and I think I am just going to stay like this now. Mm. This Isn't that nice? <laughs> um, so by this way, by putting less pressure, then you're allowing more, more blood flow around uh, the eyes and also you're reducing the amount of strain that you're actually putting on the eye. Yeah, and it is tempting, unfortunately. We all are like, you know, slumping and things like that. If you mm -hmm. put your hands there and you put your elbows on some surface, hopefully a soft surface, mm -hmm. it's very tempting to just sort of lean into it. So yeah. we understand the tendency to do that. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why we're so careful to instruct you to, one of the first things we say is try to get the elbows up high enough that, and supported well enough on mm -hmm. something soft that your hands are just sort of just sort of falling towards your face and then just gently laying there. Yeah. So, and I mean, anyone that's uh, looked into any sort of craniosacral work, um, also, if you're putting pressure there around the eyes and you're also putting pressure on the structure there, the True. cranial structure yeah. Yeah. of the head. So we really want minimal amount of pressure. It also helps us with our relaxation. If you're putting pressure there, you might feel a bit of a low level strain. Um, and of course, palming is meant to be relaxing, just like what we talked about there with the uh, with the vision yoga. Yeah. So um, so yeah, certainly just what Richard was saying there. Better posture, right. making sure the pressure is on the elbows. You could always put a pillow underneath your elbows to make it a little bit softer, a little bit more cushiony, so you don't feel like you're putting as much. Pressure. Right. And the, and then the the issue becomes doing it in bed, which we actually mm -hmm. recommend as well. And we tend to recommend doing it on your side, mm -hmm. putting. Basically, I put, I lay on my side, one pillow underneath my head already, mm -hmm. put
put the one arm on the bed surface or partly on the pillow, a pillow in between the two arms. So arm, then a pillow, then another arm. And then you can bring the palms to the eyes um, and have really no pressure either on your palms or actually mm -hmm. any strain to hold up the arms. Yeah, because the gravity is, is going down towards the side. And, and some people ask about palming on their back. And right. uh, of course the problem with that is that you're putting pressure uh, the gravity is sort of bringing the palms down on the face and if you don't have that pressure that's because you're having to contract the shoulders in order to lift the the hands up and right. we want as relaxed shoulders as possible mm -hmm. when you're doing the palming to help with that circulation and reduce strain yeah so uh, ideally you would either be on your side um, or in a in a forward position where the pressure um, isn't around the eye orbits to help you with the palming exercise. I mean the other position that we often see people do or we do I don't do it that much is sitting on a in a floor and having your your elbows on your knees And mm -hmm. that's a high enough for me. It's a high enough position that I don't put yeah. pressure on my elbows. Yeah, it's just important that posture is, is Exactly. Correct, yeah, uh, when you're doing that and it doesn't mm -hmm. want to feel like an an effort or a strain but you can see uh, we do go through the details uh, step by step on the website just go to the exercise tab go to the palming eye exercise and then uh, you'll see a step-by-step -step instructions I think we even break it down each individual one so yeah. you can really get a get an idea of, of the best possible uh, posture and also the best technique for palming as uh, an eye exercise Okay, great. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. If you want a little bit more information about eye exercises, well, a lot of more information lot about more. eye exercises. <laughs> uh, the website is pretty big over there. Yeah. I think we have over 60 exercises in total that, uh, yeah. that you can check out. Uh, all aimed at improving uh, eyesight and, and the body itself in self-healing. So head over to the website for more exercises. If you have a particular condition and you're unsure about what exercises to do, we do have some eye exercise programs there with a list of... Uh, conditions so that you know which ones to really kind of get you going to get you off on the right step as far as eye exercises are concerned. You can also get your hands uh, on that free ebook. It's called A Modern Day Guide for Improving Eyesight. Just head over to the website and you'll see that there. If you're watching this uh, indeed uh, on YouTube or listen to on iTunes then feel free to subscribe. Just click the subscribe button and feel free to share it or like it and indeed the same with Facebook. Head over to our Facebook fan page and uh, I will uh, stick up the, the Bikram Yoga t-shirt there uh, mm. so that you guys can actually see evidence that I actually did do the 30 days and I didn't just uh, make it up uh, or indeed make the t-shirt myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could also follow Richard and I on Twitter as well. Uh, just look us up there and indeed for the Facebook, just type in Envision Self Healing and in a Facebook search and uh, just like us there and start engaging with the community a little bit more. Okay, great. Well, good luck with your eye exercises this week and happy healing. And have a good week.